0: Salutations, gamers. Welcome to Cast Co-op, the podcast in which three podcast hosts cast together. I am one of your hosts, Luke Lore, the insipid ghost and host of the Xbox Expansion Pass, joined by my big brother and yours,
1: the host of BitCast? Is that the right one? From Season Gaming, Mr. Ainsley Bowden. (laughs) What's happening, guys? Uh, Good to be here. I always like coming back to Cast, man. And we've got some good topics tonight. And boys, we are so close to Halo. We are so close.
2: Some would I, say we're only, like, as of recording, five days away.
1: <laughs> <laughs> question mark? Maybe, uh-huh. question mark? <laughs> I don't know where you would hear such a thing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this this desk gets higher by the day, and I just, uh, I'm, I'm getting there, boys. It's happening. It. Luke also literally body. said, hey, let's <laughs> keep it tame. No, it's my shoulder, man. I have to. Oh, you know, okay. It's, yeah, it's for my right. it's orthopedics gotcha to. orthopedics
2: yeah.
1: you want to introduce me joined buddy by <laughs>
0: the host of the trophy room a playstation podcast mr joseph Moran. fresh off yeah. an extra life run how are you buddy
2: tired still <laughs> and uh yeah big big shout out to the phoenix overdrive crew um we raised over twenty thousand dollars uh me and my good friend sean capri uh Kind of partnered up this year, but honestly, mostly him. And uh, we literally, we got off the, <laughs> that stream and we immediately started Uh-oh. planning next year. Awesome. And uh, we have some yeah, really, we already have some really big ideas uh, for for next year. You know, it's for the kids. All right. It's awesome. That's fantastic. Don't, be, don't be gross. It's for the kids. So yeah. And also, look what came in.
1: Yeah, it's awesome, isn't it? Nice. This
2: Forza control looks really it's sweet. Awesome. Yeah. I forgot I ordered it. And it came in today and I was just like, you know what? I'll keep it. Okay. And opened it up. Man, I love it. It looks
1: Did you dope uh, as if home. you use the code that comes with it, too, you get a uh, like a custom hot rod in the game.
2: Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm all nice. about that life. Yeah. So yeah. That's me, man. Very cool. Very
0: cool. We've got plenty of things on the docket to talk about, to debate. We've got of course the Forza Horizon official launch question mark Uh, that had just gone live today for Game Pass members and purchasers of the standard edition. We've got, of course, the idea of what a good review is, what makes a good review, what is not a good review. I'm really anxious to kind of attack Ainsley's position about what he thinks makes a good review because he's been putting in so many hours, which I'm very (laughs) excited to like pick his brain about, particularly because I got to write one for season gaming and so, like, Mm. to really hear his mentality. I'm looking forward to, uh, as well, uh, and he works with Ty Guy Travis, who works for reviews for IGN. So there's he's a, lot had a of good conversation about it as well.
1: We did. He trolls yeah. me, and I don't like it anymore. He trolls a lot. <laughs> yeah, not trolls uh, like console stuff. He trolls each other, yeah. like people. he Yeah, knows. yeah. He's, can I, he's can I give him? I want
0: to give him a, such a great shout out for the Bitcast. You guys did the Halloween episode. That was a pleasure to watch. But then he did uh, Tylo Ren. Yeah, and uh-huh. he missed a grand opportunity for Man. Spider-Man. spider-man yeah mm-hmm. when he became spider-man this is yep. a great bit you guys should watch um but what I really the hell was Dan the cast?
1: Dan was a stick figure but the his whole family went as basically the icon from the ramen noodle company <laughs> and did you he actually tweeted about it because his son was tagged by the company and won they won a ramen prize package I am not making this up this is one hundred percent. Oh my true. gosh!
2: <laughs> oh my god!
1: Look at look at his Twitter, you know, page because he doesn't post much anyway, and you'll yeah. see that his son was in a picture by the Munchin or Mansion company that yeah. does the, the ramen bowls. Not true. It was. I think
0: it, I saw that. And I thought that was fake. But no. Me...
1: Okay. No. Yeah.
0: No. Man, it was frightening. Dan's the funniest part of Bitcast because it's <laughs> like, why is he there? You know, like, what is he doing? He <laughs> hates all the good games loves the bad ones flip mm-hmm. he made this th- that great game again uh, that you guys played on that halloween episode and you yeah. can never guess if he likes the game or not <laughs> and it's always a seven and then he'll put yeah. a towers into it he bringing up yeah. ghost recon breakpoint which i'm ashamed to say i found out they had a single player in that and i'm like i'll redownload that i'm never gonna play it but i redownloaded it
1: um but it, Dan the is funny the thing is he plays games probably more than any of us Mm, and, and I mean, some, so. of, some of us play a lot, right? I mean, he plays games like several hours per day, every day. Yeah. Um, mm. And it's uh, it's just funny. But yeah, I mean, yeah, we could talk more about that. But it is funny part of the big cast. And that's, I think, where Travis has made such a good fit is because he's very counter to Dan. And now we have this wide kind of uh, range of opinions and thoughts on things. It's, it's quite funny.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I see the tweet. He is horrifying.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's terrifying. <laughs> yeah he's like this is as much effort as my family wanted to put in for halloween all right
2: guys i got some news um i played forza horizon 5 for the xbox um Mm -hmm. i i beat the intro level uh where Mm -hmm. you you know yeah you jump into the jungle this is easily a 9.7 <laughs> that's all I've played. I I just got the Supra, and I think that's just enough for me to just say, you know what? You got you got your review. I'm, yeah, nine point seven. I don't have anything that bug that, that bugs me so yeah. far. Hey, you've well, played enough. You you've played enough. Yeah. Uh, you funny
1: funny funny side note. I was I think I showed you guys this, but I was cruising around in my car the other night, just going for a drive, and I pulled into a gas station, and there was a new Supra there um in blue and the guy was walking and he looked at me and smiled and we both gave each other a thumbs up and uh his license plate was blooper because it was a blue super <laughs> i sent it to dan he goes the hell's blooper i'm like
0: i didn't get it either when you said it to, i was like i don't get it either i get supra. it
1: it's blue this is not complicated guys <laughs>
0: i just don't think it was funny i was like eh. i don't think now, it was why did you two funny, it's funny but it's funny
1: seeing it on a license plate
0: uh, yeah, it's, yeah why did you two have like a, a love connection moment do you also drive a
1: supra oh, i have an m competition m4
2: because they're both they're car both guys car, man, car guys
1: yeah oh okay there's, a, there's an I unspoken thought, maybe, connection among car guys yeah
2: and it's also that thing with you know truck stops
1: <laughs> <laughs> he means just getting gas. Calm down, jeez. Yeah, Luke. Filling Disappointed up your tank. The Disappointed
0: the, the, oh, there the, was a the tank. Cup. It
2: did get filled. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a bad time. To point out what's you on the scorpion.
1: Cup. Having he meant four tank. people. Four <laughs> people scorpion yeah. your scorpion. Is what yeah, you yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes <sighs> there's more than two people. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, let's talk about Forza first, and then I want to have the meat of our discussion is a debate on reviews, uh, for sure this week. But yeah. let's talk about Forza Horizon Four. It has launched uh, officially. Or five. Early. Do
1: you want to talk Forza about Forza Horizon or Five?
0: Forza Horizon Five. You is said joke four, here. I'm I don't know. Just
1: joking with you.
0: I meant Forza. I'm sorry. Forza. Forza Horizon Five. Um, this, of course, has officially launched now publicly to. Anybody that bought the standard edition, it's been out for early access or premium edition purchasers, uh, which had a really cool upgrade system. It hit over a million players in that like buy-it-premium stage, uh, yeah. which you know, is pretty telling. Ains, I know you and I both got our hands on early copies for separate reviews that we did for our outlets, which was dope. Um, we had a lot of comparative thoughts, and, and you went very in-depth with yours. But Forza Horizon 5, 92 on Metacritic last I checked one of the highest-rated games, if not the highest-rated game this year. The highest. For consoles, Mm -hmm. the highest overall. That that release
1: this year, like not counting Hades re-release, stuff like that. Sure.
0: Gotcha. I know Skyrim's got another release that's coming out this year. (laughs) The 19th release. It really is. Uh, The joke's not even funny anymore. It's just... (laughs) So, Forza Forza Horizon 5 launches best-reviewed game of this year. Immediately brings up the question... Can it win game of the year? Mm. It's a racing game. Does that disqualify it for some people? I'm ashamed to say that somehow in my mind, it does have a knock against it for being a racing game for game of the year. And I'm not sure what that is internally that tells me to do that. Because I think of games like The Last of Us, God of War. uh, In some cases, well, you know, like like those narrative-driven games to be game of the year. And yet this year, perhaps not. Sports Horizon is amazing. I do agree with all the tens. If I did have to give numerical reviews to things, uh, this game's fantastic, fantastic. Where does it stand in your mind? I know you wrote the review, Ains. Can I go to you first on that one? then?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I talked quite a lot about this and on BitCast, too. Is uh, the first and foremost i think it should absolutely be considered in game of the year contenders Mm -hmm. um the whole racing game or certain genres not being included in game of the year conversations is really strange to me because Mm -hmm. especially in this instance but just in general because if we say that a game has to have a narrative or a story right Mm -hmm. or or characters i guess you could say right to to get a game of the year nomination you eliminate like a massive swath of games across the gaming industry, um, and what I really like, there's even examples that go counter to that argument. For instance, I brought this up as well is that officially at the Game uh, Awards, you know, Jeff Keighley's show, Overwatch won Game of the Year in 2016. It has no narrative; it doesn't even have a campaign. Yeah, right. I mean, it's just a multiplayer game. Um, sure, it's got characters, but there's no, you know, anything that lore-wise you have to get outside of the game. Um, and there's been other examples as well, but. The other thing that really kind of bugs me with with that mindset is, one, racing games are not created equal. Okay, there's a huge difference, just like other genres. Where uh, I can give many examples of Forza Horizon Five being just leagues beyond. Like I think Dan brought up, well, Dirt Five was 4K 60 too, and I'm like, that's you can't compare the two. You're talking about an open world massively uh, deeper content in Forza Horizon 5 versus a closed-track racer that's, like, the way you build those games is drastically different. Yeah. Um, And And then lastly, like...
0: Can I interrupt only to say the closed-track racer? Really love, not joking, Hot Wheels Unleashed. That game is really good this year. Great racing game. Not mm -hmm. even comparable, though, to the points that you are making.
1: Um, Yeah, not 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 from a developmental standpoint. Um, But then also, like... The, the insult, I think, in saying a game's just a racer is if you – and not that I'm some expert on development, but you, you've heard it from development studios before. Days Gone's a perfect example where the work they had to do to get his bike to function properly was, like, astronomical. They've talked about it um, in Unreal Engine. And, you know, to get cars to function properly in a game is a task. To get cars to act realistic to their real-life counterpart – is another task entirely. Um, and then to do that for several hundred vehicles is another task on top of that. It's far more complicated to get, at least from what I hear, I'm not a developer, far more complicated to uh, get that type of system built into a game, different cars, making them feel right, different configurations and all this compared to like animating a two-day, 2D character. Do you know what I mean? So if we, yeah. if we look at something like, Hollow Knight, which is really well regarded and rightfully so, as potentially for game of the year. How could you disregard something like a Forza Horizon 5 by saying it's just a racing game? Makes no sense. I mean, there's there's no logic behind it whatsoever.
2: Yeah. Joe? I think, uh, no, I think you're right there. Um, the one thing that isn't even a pushback, it's just an observation. It says, not to say that Forza Horizon comes out every year it's obviously you skipped a few but just the forza brand itself is always so prominent every year and i think that's the thing that does the game a disservice because it's just like oh yeah it's great but it's more forza you know um and and that's what i feel like um I, as much as like I think this is a great game, and yeah, it probably should be, I mean, as I've reviewed it 15 minutes in, um, <laughs> best game ever made, best game ever made, game of the year contender, exclamation point, question mark. I think so. And here's why. Uh, <laughs> no, but like, it, it probably is all the praise I'm seeing how um, th- people's photos are freaking bonkers. Uh mm-hmm. you know it 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 seems like there's a lot of love behind this game which is great because Forza's always been great and um the one thing that I that kind of annoys me a little bit seeing this is like yes this is this game's great where was this love every time Forza came out it's always really good yeah and then, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's it's finally got it's it's due so should it be up for game of the year absolutely will it win game of the year Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. And I think uh, just to add one further point too, and you're right, Forza is, you know, there's a lot of Forza games and Forza Horizon has been great pretty much forever. Uh, All Mm -hmm. five of them have been amazing, but um, this definitely takes like, if you, if you're someone who plays these games a lot and really puts a lot of hours in and really pays attention, there are, and I kind of talked about this in my review, which is why I wanted to really go into it because I know that Forza Horizon 4 got a ton of praise already um but i really wanted to see when you get to the nuts and the bolts of it how much has changed from forza horizon 4 to 5 because i think that's a big debate too it's like oh it's another forza horizon game it's just set in a different location right and it's like well one just saying set in a different location is hilarious because they have to build an entire goddamn game world around that it's not like they're just pasting it somewhere else you know what i mean it's literally an entire rebuilding of a new game world that's like saying the new halo is just set on a different planet. Like, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know, Um, the other thing is that you can see fundamental kind of engine changes to a lot of things here. The lighting's completely different. And I was fortunate enough to play with a couple people from Playground and Turn 10 and ask them a couple questions about this. And they were Mm -hmm. like, the, the guy who did the lighting at Turn 10 who helped on this said, yeah, there's multiple new engines at play here that were created for this game. Um, and when you play it enough, you can see it. Um, it's just it, it, it's leagues beyond Forza Horizon 4. The, the sound is way better. I mean, there's all kinds of new play modes. There's the event lab that you know the creations are already starting to become wild, and it's just it's so far beyond Forza Horizon 4. So, I think, um, just saying it's the next Forza Horizon game, I think, is another thing that really does a, a big disservice. Yeah,
2: yeah. Also, we got to talk about the elephant in the room, which uh, I've seen those beautiful console warriors fight online about. <laughs> um, this game's a mess. This game's buggy. This game, this game is, I saw a bug. The, the, the animals aren't smart. The next game, the needs to have smarter animals. Um, I saw, I saw some pop in. Um, and don't get me started about the fruit physics guys. It's just <laughs> not even there. You know, what are we doing? I, uh, I do think
0: it's interesting to see this game getting tens and masterpieces all around mm-hmm. a lot of graphical comparisons. And then you remember that this game can be played on an Xbox one. Yeah. An Xbox one S Xbox one X series S series X cloud uh, PC. It is wild to me where all of the spaces that this game lives uh, truly is. Uh, I just checked them a, a few minutes ago. It's over three million players now. Four million
1: It's yeah. over
0: four already. Man, geez. Uh, mm-hmm. and bravo to that team. But to think about the accomplishments that they had, it, it's pretty wild to me. And, um, I was speaking to I was fortunate enough to have uh, Randolph or 19 on my on XCP a few weeks ago, and that was a really enjoyable conversation. I had a really good time on and off air discussing content creation with him and how you interact with communities. Uh, just just really insightful conversation. But when we talked about Horizon, uh, because c- we were both kind of you know reviewing it, there's something special about Horizon Five that mm. three and four don't have, and it's almost intangible. I think it's the refinement that it, they got from the previous two games, uh, and I feel like there's more to come in it in terms of like that fun factor that goes well beyond what's already in there. The Eliminator yep. mode is a blast, but there's something that's Almost intangible, and it just feels better than any of the other ones thus far, yeah. and that's saying something because these have all been elite level racing games, uh, and that extra year really seems to have pushed them over the edge to help this, along with XCloud and Game Pass, hit mass you know mass market you know beyond just the racing game
2: people. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, Horizon's always been super accessible, I think, for folks like me who aren't into racers as much. Um, and even driving it for the first, like for the 15 minutes that I've done again, review is live. Um, 9.7, easily 9.8. Best game. I
0: have done this um, <laughs> fire can see emoji. It on our progress.
2: <laughs> we Don't can get me started. <laughs>
0: like get me started. Um,
2: I'm, review. I'm, I'm already level 20. I feel like I've played it all, seen it all uh, review on the way. It's going to be saucy. Guys, greatest game ever made. It. Ever made. Um, Anyway, shilling aside, but like, even like playing it, I've always loved the Horizon games, either though I'm like super, super novice at them, right? Mm -hmm. And usually wane off within the the first few hours. I really do appreciate those games, better word probably, um, than the simulation racer that is, you know, Forza. So for me, jumping into this game, and again, playing it for the very short time I did, uh, there was kind of like a, you know, this is... This kind of relaxing, like yeah. This in, in Dirt Five, I think, have opened up racers to me in a different way. Just like the car that's swimming outside. Where <laughs> I it's can like, hear this it. I was a- <laughs> <How> is- <laughs> hearing it. The, the For- Mr. Forza drove by just to sponsor this video. They love my review that much. Um, but like seriously, it like it. It's just like yeah. This is a this is a world that I love to explore. Like going into what Ains, uh, you were talking about. They have to build this whole big world. I think what makes horizon so special is with every area it's the cars are there and they're there for people, you know, you could tune the cars, It's part of car culture. You could collect the cars, <laughs> part of car culture. But the thing that makes horizon so special is that the, the world itself cliche as it sounds is a character in that world that they, you could see the team really loving and immersing themselves in. In literally that part of the world, that culture, yeah. you know, colors and all that. Yeah, so. lots
1: of colors. Um, so many. Yeah, and I, I think that ties into what Luke said about there's something being something in this game being intangible. Because I, I loved all the Horizon games, and I've put a lot of time into them. But there's something about this one that just keeps drawing me back, just repeatedly. I think I'm about to hit rank 160. Um, and I just, you know, I'm not even close to slowing down on it yet. Um, which is just wild because there's just it's just as you said it's just really fun place to be in um and I, there's something about it that has me coming back to it more than the previous ones um so it's great yeah yeah i uh, I really I really struggled with uh, my review score because I had it as a 9.5 and I was talking to some others about it pre-release and our 10 scale at, at season gaming is historic to give a game a 10 means it's historic it either, advances the industry or it's something that advances a genre um Mm. and so i kind of went back and forth and at the end of the day i didn't know what anyone else was reviewing and i just basically said you know what if this game is not historic from a genre perspective then i don't know what is honestly and that's why i landed on where i did and i was happy to see i think it's gotten like 10 or eleven tens from major outlets so far so yeah it it really feels like
0: gamers outside the racing genre and outside the xbox community have taken note of forza horizon yes. which is good to
2: see yeah. overdue but good to see yeah it's it's uh, first i would like to say that aids's review is one-to-one with mine i think we put very close I'll but um the, the other thing i'd like to note is i think this is also hopefully knock on wood um the turning of the the, the page or like yeah, the page that is uh, the Xbox exclusive. The, it's good. Yeah, not great. I that, it's
0: I think that's you know. part of it. But I really think that's part of it. I think that's part of why people are waking up to it is that yeah. the vibe around Xbox is now positive. Yep. Whereas to call a spade a spade, outside of the podcast groups that would note and be you know think about games beyond just the surface level, PlayStation ruled last gen, ruled it, and mm. then you had Nintendo in a extremely i would argue i mean they're just absurd but i would not say they're in the same categories of what we're talking about and xbox uh really started recovering ground but very much a a last place finish last gen uh yeah and so i think it was cool to see or i think it's cool to see the vibe change and because of that now some of the developers are taking note and or getting getting the attention they deserve yes playground
2: is elite yeah And it's awesome. And that's what I, like I said earlier, like it frustrates me because even some Xbox folks were just like, yeah, it's, it's Forza is great, but you know, it's more Forza, but like this time around every, there is some actual legitimate excitement yes, there's the feign excitement for sure. But like, there's actual excitement from even like some PlayStation people that, that, you know, I follow as well, looking at this game. So awesome. Uh, yeah. I'm into it, but I do. And I'm sorry, Luke, if I'm segueing and you should Go segue. Ahead. It. I Go do ahead. want to know what you guys, because I'm not the reviewer here. You guys are of the state of reviews, because as we know, IGN bought off Gamespot. Everybody's on the <laughs> payroll. Don't get me started on all the talented people. Oh, I'm sorry, all the the sellouts over at Game Informer. They're all <laughs> taking their money, right? Um <laughs> They're they're all living in mansions. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say if they're paid off, man, they got a bad deal. Yep. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like
0: living in L.A. apartments ain't cheap. You know.
2: Yeah. So obviously we can't trust any of these sites. What, what's yeah. your what's your what is the current state of the review process? It seems a little boinked because honestly, if I'm real with y'all, I don't trust most content creators. I'm actually trusting the season gaming's, the IGN's, the game informers, because a, we know people there, but like mm-hmm. B there's a legitimate system in place <laughs> that challenges that reviewer for, to that score. Mm-hmm. And as for a content creator, you want to, you know, keep that relationship going. Mm-hmm. You have yeah. no incentive to rate a game below a, this is the
1: best thing I've ever played in my life. So yeah, talking about you get me, the, opposite by the way, where they'll trash something just for attention, right? Yeah, um, like the yeah. fruit physics and dumb shit like that. <laughs> so, uh, I'll t- yeah, are I you tell. Are you trying to tell me that a sense, not a ten? Are you trying to oh, tell boy. me that? Uh, <sighs> Let me jump in on this <laughs> okay. one, Joe, because
0: <laughs> I'll drink the tea there uh, because. I am not held to a system and challenge the way Ains is right. Ains runs an, a site that is
1: aggregated over on open credit and and
0: system and very much respect. I'm not going
1: to talk about Biomutant tonight. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, we were get we're giving you praise. You really
2: <laughs> hold back. Whereas uh, I have
0: only t- two accountabilities to myself and to my audience, but many people content creators fear the idea of not getting the next code yep. not getting the relationship with the publisher and to me that is a very immature and juvenile thought and i see grown men do this and, and young con- young content creators And what i mean by that is people that are not have not been in content creation for a while where they are fearful of that and that to me is disingenuous to their audiences Um, but it's, it's, that's on them and the people that give them the codes and that's for them to figure out where I get frustrated is, is with, there's a little bit of, of balance that the audience has to play in that. If somebody's worried they're not going to get the next code, is their audience aware that they're overselling by comparison to other places when gamer ranks, gaming, bolt game spot, IGN season gaming, and, and, and one, two, three, four, five, six content creators say this thing about a game and you're the outlier, does that really help your cause? Does that really help your, your case? And yes. And no, I, yes and no, I think is the right answer, but I can tell you comfortably never once have I felt pressure to make a review a certain way. If anything, uh, pressure worked against me when I did the season gaming review for guardians. I mm. was so worried as the guy who has 25 days in Avengers that, that liked my <sighs> right. game, right? Like, that's like company. <laughs> okay um but i was so worried i was going to come in high on that that i think in looking word for word to the other reviews that went out there at the same time as soon as embargo lifted everything i liked they liked everything i critiqued they critiqued but the weights were different yeah and i wonder how much that that you know kicks into people ains where do you, you jump in on that one
1: 25 days
0: <clears throat> yeah man i love being a superhero and again, um, let's, let's not pretend like I don't play God of War and Arkham and some of the I other... Know, I
2: know. You know. No, no, no. Yeah, like we're, we're, cause we're not talking about those. Luke. Talking no, no, about. those are fine. That's not the ones we're concerned
1: about. Nah, you like what you like, boys. You got to um, love what you love. <laughs> yeah, so obviously I have a ton of thoughts here. So a lot to unpack here, boys. No. Oh, jeez. Um, here you go. Well, well, cool. well, gonna let's talk about well, the sniper
0: rifle what? scope in Halo 3 compared to ODST 5 or some mess like this.
1: ODST 5? That's not a game.
2: Well, well, it's not really a game, Uh, actually.
1: (laughs) There's a lot of a pack there. (laughs) gosh. 25 days. 25
0: days. You spent 80 hours in Outriders to complain about it. 30? Where'd you get
1: 80 from? Oh, that's because you you
0: spent 80 hours back-to-back from between Riders and Forza to get out two reviews in two weeks, which I also... I'm ready to argue with you about why that is disingenuous, also. I mean, in a a good way, like I'm excited to have the discussion. Okay.
1: Um, Yeah, I think so. Part of the problem that you alluded to there with your Guardians review are just scoring models in general. And I think scoring models, you know, a lot of people, well, I won't say a lot of people, like we depend on scoring models because it's the easy reference for people to quickly look at lazily. And determine if a game is good or bad.
0: Not not lazily. Could be busy also. This is a, one of the things I wanted to compete with you about. Some people are pressed for time. Some people just want the quick thing. Is it fun? Is it not? They want the bullet points. If you can't
1: read a three-minute review on a game, that, that no one is that pressed for time. Nobody. But
0: the bullet points a lot of people go to for a lot lazy. of reasons. I don't think that's lazy. I think that's busy. And, hey, I like this franchise. I want to play more of this franchise. Is it more of this franchise?
1: Well, that's different. Then you already have a preconceived notion of what you're getting.
2: Ains, not everybody has a team of
1: interns. <laughs> I was going to say, that right? <laughs> Who has that time?
2: <laughs> that no, time. I, I got to get to day 26. Yeah, just, I, wait,
1: Joe, isn't this the guy that preaches to us about reading books? I love this. Right. <laughs> don't have time to read a review. I, well, I'm anyway. going read
2: Children of the Corn whatever. <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: Anyway, so I think I think part of the problem is course Jesus, <laughs> children Where'd of the corn. <laughs> I don't
2: read books. That's <laughs> is yeah. that a Stephen King book? Is he looked, looked at him?
1: he looked at your face, and the first thing he thought of was Children of the Corn.
2: God,
0: so the, am... the kids all grown up. <laughs> I have a stack of books to read right now, and mm-hmm. now that coaching's over, I'm going to get to them. What? Two of them are Halo books. I'm excited. Oh, it's good. Don't, don't take three minutes
1: to read a review, though. Just read the score. Um, <laughs> I a fourteen-page anyway. review to say it's good. <laughs> but part of the part of the problem is that, right? Like, and I kind of stress to our editors, like I did with you, right? When we talked about your score before publishing, is mm-hmm. one, let's really use the one to ten scale. If you look at just scores right now they're just so heavily loaded up high. It's like a bad game is a seven and a good game is a nine and you're using like three points, right? Mm -hmm. So that's really tough to get people to do. Uh, Not really our crew, but I mean, just in general, because the the Open Critic Metacritic stuff has kind of weighed heavily upwards over the years. Um, So if someone sees a five, which in reality should be an average game, right, that releases, you see a five now, you're like, oh my God, that game's horrible. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not unplayable. Um, right. Which is kind of crazy. So that's that's part of the problem there. I mean, yeah. I don't want to go on for 10 minutes here so we can kind of go one thing by one thing. But well, the counter
0: argument to that is only that most people, most sites are not going to take the time to review bad games because who's looking for
1: them. And yeah. and we're guilty of that because we don't have the staff or the time. We're not paid. Right. So we're not reviewing every game that comes out. Um, But I will tell you, when we have gotten codes for smaller games or kind of less than stellar games, like Steve did a review for, we joke about it in our group all the time, called Dust Off Z. And it was a port of a mobile game, which was like horrendous. Mm -hmm. And he came to me in the review. he He goes, this is a three at best. And I was like, what do you mean at best? He's like, well, I'd probably rate it a two. Then I'm like, okay, give it a two. If that's mm-hmm. how you feel, and yeah. we did, and it's our lowest rated game of all time, it's a two, and so I had to reach back out to the publisher and say, "Here's the link to the review. We're an honest publication." <laughs> that's what I said to him. <laughs> I was like, "I'm, I'm sorry, but this, is yeah. you know, it's, it is what it is. That's how we yeah. do things." Um, and the guy said, "I understand, and thank you uh, for reviewing the game." And fair enough. Um, I mean,
2: yeah, and and that's like I think a lot of people lose lose that sight on is like half of it is they just want you to talk about it
1: yeah Mm -hmm. publicizing something about that game is is the benefit for them whether it's good or bad
2: yeah and yeah you'll have some some sometimes where they quote-unquote care but like most of the time it's just like yeah they just want you to talk about it they just Mm -hmm. want you to you know have a clickable link that 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 you can share with them that's really half of what it is. And I see a lot of folks out there try way too hard to appease whatever company in hopes of saying, Oh my God, please, I, I," you know, please daddy Microsoft notice me or, you know, senpai. Um, And it's just really annoying because most of those people see through that facade really, really quickly. Um, You know, For me, I struggle with, um, as a person who just talks about what they've been playing more so than like give a review on Mm -hmm. is, um, I, I really do have a trouble of saying what I don't like, because I know that there's people that played it or sorry, worked on it and put their hard, uh, you know, work into, and I don't want to trash that. It just makes me feel bad, but that's why it's uh, up to sites like yours and, you know, Luke as well. Um, Not to say that I I only talk about the positive, but to me, like, that's why I don't have a rating scale. Yeah, because I'll just, you know, there are some games that I straight up don't recommend um, that I've played. But I'll always let you guys know um, if I beat the game, if uh, or how many hours I have in the game uh, to let you all know where I'm at in that game so that you guys have a good idea Mm-hmm. Um, of my experience and always, I think my, my personal thing that I do is I always talk about my feelings walking in so that you even know my expectations that I had mm-hmm. for this game. Yeah. So like for me, when I see, yeah, people I'm level 15 and Forza, you know, they're level 15 and Forza, you see it yeah. and they have a review on Forza already. That's yeah. super disingenuous. Yeah. that is super shady and mm-hmm. um it's that it's just to appease a base yeah, and that's it. why like part of it is like yeah will people start to notice if you know let's just say <clears throat> i get playstation games and i'm only giving playstation games nines and tens right yes but most of the audience that doesn't doesn't care for it. They're not really going to check out my channel anyway. And right. for the people that do, I'm just radicalizing them for the yeah. most part, right? And um, and growing that base of like this is the only place to play type of thing. It's really weird. Yeah. You touch I... on a sorry. I'll go
0: for... if you don't. I want to touch on one thing because you you mentioned something, Joe, that, mm-hmm. that tapped into two different thoughts for me. One, unless I'm doing contributions to, to season gaming or whatnot, XCP has got no rating scale, right? So I'm not beholden to a, to a scale, uh, which is very helpful because I don't like putting numbers on it any longer. Um, not, that, not that I, I don't enjoy the process of putting numbers on a game and that to me is very liberating. I know some sites have even moved away from it, but it certainly has to hurt traffic when you don't have numbers. Oh, and you have
1: to consider that as but you, a consumer. We used to not have numbers when we first started reviews for that reason yeah, really. uh, but what we found is it's just you know especially as a small site mm-hmm. if you don't have numbers you'll never be part of open critic or uh or metacritic on really kind of the high end i think mm-hmm. like is one of the very few people who doesn't right. have numbers who's actually on those sites but he's like you know he's a huge huge presence in the community yeah. now good reviews um, too yeah, yeah yeah oh acg's a great guy um, he's, he's one of my favorites but um yeah, so we found just in general. What's like, Luke doing? I don't know. I
2: was trying but to we weren't getting
1: up. we weren't getting any hits, uh, you know, without it. So we had to go to it, and I think that's why, like when you and I talked about it, Luke, anything that gets over a seven, a seven or higher on our site has a very definitive written uh, criteria to get that score, and it's it's mm-hmm. on it's at the top of every one of our reviews, so people can read it, and it does right. get read. We do get hits on that, so people are checking that out. Yeah. And I've been fortunate not to. Sorry, one more point is. I've reviewed a lot more games this year and a lot more big games. Um mm-hmm. and I've been fortunate enough to to kind of gain an audience to where I'm reviewing games at pre-release now, which you know was few and far between over you know, prior. Sure. Um congratulations, by the way.
2: Yeah, a number
1: of those, known and not known. Yeah, and I think um but what is what's been nice to see from a good portion of the community, and I may be fortunate just that SG community is pretty small, but it's also very cultivated right it's a very positive community and i i've gotten a lot of recognition personally for the amount of time and kind of what i dedicate to doing a review and i think to your point luke some people at least definitely see through those creators or those sites or whatever that are just throwing reviews out there Mm -hmm. without really putting in the time or putting in you know the effort to to look at a game properly
2: it also frustrates me with <laughs> this is we're going into weird ticks that Joseph doesn't like um, <laughs> what I see on Twitter, like a Twitter review. It's like, I used to do those. I used to do those just said
0: before you diss them. I did those. And okay.
2: Well, I'm still going in. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> so, but I, but I, I can probably okay, good. comment I, on the mindset. Go ahead. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, I understand where they come from, but sometimes it's just like, yeah, I give this game a nine point seven out of five. You know, like it's <laughs> like it, it. It's just there's no way you could get all that thought into into that thing. Like there is, I, I think Twitter is a great space for. um Hey, I just watched Shang Chi. I thought it was fantastic. This, this yeah. movie rocked. Um, I just rapped on. You know, every game that I wrap on, I try to thank the developers. So I I wrapped Guardians. I talked about how much I love that game
0: mm-hmm.
2: and all that. So like, you know, thanking the developers, that that's great. But I hate when the people are like, yeah, so, you know, 11 out of seven, I just, you
1: know, I didn't like it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. no, That's not what I did. So, so I think we can get into a bigger conversation at this point, Joe. I think it's a good segue because I've had this conversation with someone like Travis too, who reviews for IGN. And obviously IGN is the biggest, media game company in the world right. um you know you looked How's at the ryan, options totally because it's totally bought out yeah <laughs> no, <he's laughs> like you off. looked at halo, uh, ryan McCaffrey's halo article today and literally his travis's Riders republic review was on the sidebar like linked and i was like mm. hey i know the guy that did that um which is kind of wild to me that him and i were playing the game together talking review notes and his review is on you know being seen by millions and millions of people which is fun yeah. uh mine was not by the way um <clears throat> But I think that um, where I struggle is the Travis and and others, many others say no matter what a review is an opinion and categorically he's right. Right. Like it is, it's an opinion, but I, I still maintain that to do a proper review. And I think the word review gets thrown around way too casually. um, But to do a proper review, you have to come at it from a critical perspective. And there's some criteria that you should be looking at with the game you're playing versus its peers. Um, and if you're not doing that, if it's 100% opinion without really kind of examining the game, then I, that's where I draw the line of, that's not a what I would consider a good review.
2: Yeah, to me, I, I think I use it, I mean, I know I use it way too liberally. And I think that's the only thing that I do <laughs> that is probably the most, I'll say it click because to, we all know if I'm not, if, if we're not putting review at the end of a, a game that just came out, that thing is not going to get clicked. So it is, it is something that I think even to me where I'm like, yeah, we put like, we had a good 10 minute conversation on, you know, I'll just say guardians. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, that's, uh, you know, if you want a more in-depth review, you're going to Ains, right? You're going to an IGN. Or, or right. something like that. To me, to me, it's about the the conversation. I also maybe don't give myself enough credit because we do cover a lot when we when we do it. But yeah. I'm not I, like, and we do have like an outline, but it's mm-hmm. more, um, I guess, improv. Yeah. You know, okay. Well, this off, touches but. on
0: on a, on a couple aspects here. One, mm-hmm. the we the, the genesis of this entire cast co op conversation is the commentary of of. Review versus review impressions versus impressions. Remember we had that yeah. semantic argument, uh, Ains? Like we, I was just kind of yeah. talking about that one. And something about the difference for someone like me, there is a difference between impressions, review, and review impressions. And I can't ar- articulate truly what the difference is. But I think it has to do – I'm going to attempt to articulate It's that how fine-toothed comb did you go through it with and how meticulous were you in your process? Joe, yes. I don't want to ever – read a review from someone like you because you approach it in such an yeah. open-minded uh open-minded uh, casual way is how i want to say this sure so that may not be what i mean but like you're talking with a buddy to talk about a game there's nothing formal and scripted and you're not trying to check boxes to say you covered this this and this and that is how i, I play many Luke's of mother. my games
2: he's being mean to me <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, but that is how i often want yeah. to learn about a lot of games. And that's how I often want to experience lots of games. Mm -hmm. And I noticed as Ains was going through his review process for Forza, that I was like, "Man, I do not want to enjoy Forza this way." Now, Ains, (laughs) to to give the listeners background, you put 80 hours into Riders Republic and Forza Horizon combined at the time that this kind of came up. So, over the course in less than two weeks, yeah, yeah, ten days. Yeah, you put so much time into these games. Well, I'm never going to consume Forza in that way. Yeah. And so I was thinking to myself, I'm like, all right, his review is, I I, I read it word for word. I I couldn't argue any single point in there. Um, And it was really meticulous, really purposeful, well done. And like, I I couldn't complain about a thing about it. But I would never have played Forza the way that you played it in order to, to experience that kind of a game. And so I wonder what kind of pressures we as gamers are putting on ourselves to kind of live up to certain review processes or yeah. or, or or just compare ourselves to what's going on there. Like does that is this making sense? Also? Yeah,
1: no, absolutely well, yeah. because one of the things I really struggle with and I talk to others about this is when I get a review code, and, and we joke about codes all the time, but like I'm talking about when like a big game, say like Forza or Riders Republic, I consider those big games because they're major publishers, right? Mm-hmm. You get a code and a review is expected. Like I send my review links, the open critic links, everything back to the publishers, right? Um, and they they respond and appreciate it and everything because you're cultivating that relationship. Um, but when I when I get a code for a game like that. To me, and this is more personality-driven, depending on the type of person you are, but I look at it as a responsibility. Like, okay, you've given me this game for free. You expect a prop, what I consider a proper review of this game. So now it's my job to put in the work. Um, And so the sad thing is, is you're right, I do go through a different process when I'm reviewing a game versus if I just buy it and play it, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm looking at every nook and cranny. I'm looking for bugs. I'm looking for design aesthetics, improvements versus prior entries, Um, all all these things we've talked about. Um, And to some degree, it can ruin my enjoyment of a game Mm -hmm. because I am doing it a different way than I would. And I'm actually, I told you guys this, I'm nervous about Halo because there is no other game on the planet that I look forward to playing my way than Halo. Mm And if I have to review it, which I am, that's Mm -hmm. going to change. And that kind of annoys me a little bit. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. I'm not going to change my process of the review because that's, again, I feel a responsibility. That's how our, our game review should be done.
0: Yeah. So
1: I think of what you just described as a
0: review and I'm going to the semantics somewhere in between review impressions and and impressions to me is like i plan to give review impressions i'm going to play halo the way that i would play it talk yeah. about that experience uh explain yeah. to different uh players what it is that you know i'm seeing what it is that i want to play and then uh give my experience and my thoughts on that experience whereas mm-hmm. joe is going to be talking to a buddy so I to be talking to kyle on yeah trophy room about what he loved and what he didn't like and what he thought was good. And all of us are going to come down to a, do we recommend it to our audience or do we not? But the process that we go through, I think really is different per outlet per person. And that's why it's important for every consumer to know who's reviewing your games. And it's difficult with an IGN because like you can learn what Tom Marks likes. Do you know what Ty Guy Travis likes? Like I used to know what Greg Miller liked. Yeah. And I knew if Greg said this about a game, I wasn't going to like it. If he said this, I was going to like it, Yeah, but it's now there's so many creators, so many places. The numbers are important yet again. And Ains, I need those bullet point summaries at the bottom. Cause I'm not going to read a, a, An eight page IGN review next to an eight page GameSpot. next to an eight page gaming bolt season gaming, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so it comes down to who do I trust? Will I read an eight page Ainsley Bowden one? Sure. Will I read one that from a guy at GameSpot that I don't know? Probably not.
1: Yeah, and I think the big. Well, I know the big outlets do. Some do a better job of this than others. And IGN's been put through the ringer um, through the years, of course. And of course, being at the top, they always have a target on them. But I, I know their process, not just from talking to Travis, but like Dan Stapledon, who manages the reviews over there, mm-hmm. and like um, Forza Horizon Five is a good example because Luke O'Reilly did their review for that. Luke O'Reilly, he's an Australian who is a die-hard yeah. car guy. He yep. reviews all their car games. He's very in-depth on them. So when I saw IGN's Forza Horizon review, I was like, okay, who did it? Luke Riley, Perfect. He knows yep. what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think IGN, for a major site especially, does a really good job. But there are other sites I see, and obviously none as big as IGN, but there are other sites I see, to your point, where it feels like they could hand off a game um, – to someone who really shouldn't be reviewing that game. I think it was Destructoid, and I'll call him out because I saw it oh, on shit. <laughs> I saw it on Open Critic, their summary, their review summary of Forza Horizon 5. He gave it an eight. And the the guy literally in that paragraph said, I'm not very familiar with the horizon series, and then made a comparison to Super Mario Kart. And I'm like, What the hell are we Whoa. doing? Like, <laughs> why are you reviewing this game? You obviously don't know anything about it. Um, and on the one hand, I appreciate him saying
0: that. So it allows us to discredit the, our interest in the review. On the other hand, what are you doing? Why is yeah, he the one doing it? You know? Exactly. So there's and, a credit. There's a small credit I want to give there before we just destroy him. Cause I, we should destroy him. Like you shouldn't be doing. That would be like me
1: reviewing, I don't know, a dating sim or something. They're just not my games. You know what and I mean? I'm never like,
0: going to review motorsport. Motorsport's not the game that I should ever touch to review.
2: or tell well, you. And, like I shouldn't be re- Reviewing a racing game, but like, I'll talk about my experiences for sure, but don't, don't take me as the definitive car guy, you know, like, so yeah, it's, it is, um, I, I don't know if we should attack that person, but I think we should, we should analyze who gave that
1: person that responsibility.
0: Yes, that's a much that better way to pick. say that. That is a much better way to say that. You're right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like- the
1: site coordinating, who's reviewing things. IGN does generally a good job of it. Other big sites, not so much.
0: Yeah, a, yeah. Good, a good clarification. And I, if I could retroactively go back to that moment, I would. That's a very good point. Yeah,
1: good. Uh, so, sorry, Joe.
2: <laughs> no, that's it.
1: Oh, OK. I want to go back to what Luke was talking about, because, yeah, when you came to me, Luke, last week and we kind of went back on semantics and you said, what about review impressions? And my response to you was the only problem with that phrase, right, is it sounds mm-hmm. like you're giving impressions, but you're trying to make it sound more formal. OK. Um, yeah. And not everything has to be a review to your guys's point. Like, I, I think. To Joe's point, review from an SEO perspective has a lot more weight than impressions. It just does Um, Mm -hmm. because people are looking for scores, right? But impressions, I think, captures more of the essence of what a lot of people do for what they call reviews, right? Um, Not talking about you guys per se, just in general. Some of the reviews we see out there are just impressions or their opinions. They're not reviews. Um, And I really struggle in that. I really struggle. And it's it's a it's a me thing. It's not anything I'm gonna fix. It's a me thing because I just told you the the amount of effort I put into a, a full scale review is a lot. And I lose sleep and I, you know, I you know, I just I put a lot and that's all me. That's yeah. just me being me. But it does get to me when I see I've said it a million times, see some people, as we saw with Forza, there's leaderboards. I can literally see people I know, you know, how much they've played this game. I'll call out um, for on a positive note, Rand Althor, because yeah. he was way up there on the leaderboard with me. He was playing it a ton. I know he's a, a, obviously a huge Xbox creator, a friend of ours. And when he published his review, you could see he was way up there. I was like, yeah, Rand's done the work because Rand does that, right? It's a mm-hmm. proper review. Yep. Whereas a few other videos I've seen of content creators, we all know, <laughs> uh, they didn't do that uh you know uh they they didn't put mm. in the work and it just drives me crazy because they're trying to capitalize on the hype around forza horizon 5 to like you guys said earlier xbox look at me um mm-hmm. when and build in their reality, name about, around xbox exactly when in reality you know they're yeah. putting out videos racing perfection it's like oh you like the tutorial too cool that's good mm-hmm. yeah like what, yeah what you I, I told you i liked it. i gave it a 9.7 <laughs> <definitive review. laughs> it's <just> so <laughs> frustrating and i i just really wish is. more people would would uh dig into that a bit more
0: yeah we we talked i talked with so i i want to give brand a shout out because he said he watched the cast co-op and we talked about creators yeah, um cool and he, he had trepidation about who we were talking about who we were were looking at who are these not insiders you,
2: no. <laughs> <laughs> well, no it's that jez cordon
0: guy <laughs> no definitely not Jesse. how could he have insider information <laughs> as a
1: journalist not, in the let's field let's not put that air out there definitely That's not right, Jez. Right. no um, but it really
0: comes down to sometimes it, 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 it's the people that don't put in the time, but want the clout, want the credit. Yes, And that is to me a very frustrating thing to see people doing that in the wake of others who are busting their butts. They're yeah. busting their butts out there. And yeah. Ains, you're, you're in a fortunate position where you can give, you know, 40 hours to a game, lose sleep and, and then do it back to back to get another one. You're in a fortunate position. What about the ones that are just trying to grind and, you know get that indie game that spotlight uh or or do the thing you know like i think about that i'm selfishly thinking of myself with xcp like it it, i was very fortunate to land for it so that was huge for me yeah but like a lot of what i do is have indie developers on i'm just grinding and enjoying the process
1: yeah of it well the other problem is (laughs) sorry part of the problem with that luke not it's not you or me or anyone else is part of the bigger problem here is just how reviews are handled by publishers and devs to begin with Mm -hmm. um the fact of the matter is yeah i mean that the whole if if this was done properly or better i should say right game reviews would be sent out a month ahead of time people would have plenty of time you know to to work through and put the time in regardless of their schedule but that's just not the reality we live in i i got the riders republic code two days before launch Mm -hmm. um part of that is due to the server connectivity because it's a live game But still, you know, that's a reason that I did impressions. Funny enough, going back to impressions, I did a review in progress uh, with no score for the first few days until I put more time in and finalized my review. Travis did the same thing over at IGN. Um, But it's just, you know, there's too many people. if If you're an underpaid, say, contractor working at a site and you get a code for a game and they say, we need this review in two days, right? But you also have a family. And you have something else you have to do over those next two days. What are you going to do? You're going to put in the time you can put in. It may only be several hours. And you're going to write up what you can. And that's the sad reality that we get out of a lot of reviews. And I'll go on my bio mutant preach about this. Because even a major site like Kotaku admitted they put 14 hours into it and reviewed it. And it's like you haven't even gotten a quarter of the way through the game. How are you publishing a review? That's a major They're under
2: new management. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah and oh how, damn was i being off, sexist again
2: yeah I'm sorry how dare you critique them
1: Yeah. The but, people I mean, of color just,
2: respect them
1: yeah it's just even if
2: their opinions are shit how dare you ains how dare you get out of your, your white there's mantle
1: a, there's <laughs> lots of examples of that and continuing that thought a lot of games are too are not too long are very long yeah. mm-hmm. people don't have 60 70 80 100 hours to put into a game to review it properly. Mm-hmm. And they they <laughs> we're going beyond the review. You we're okay.
2: talking guides. I love when one person's like, "Yeah, to all those people that, you know, yell at me for <laughs> my <saw> review <laughs> and how that. how how I I play like shit in a video game, but you're using my guide to, you know, go through and beat your game." Okay. Like that that there's like the it is the level of entitlement that makes you roll your eyes if what well, how people think they could just say shit and just get mm-hmm. away with it because they know they can. It's That's- just it's it's sad because yeah, like there you can you can say that the re- review system of how we do things if we've gone on for almost an hour is broken. <laughs> it doesn't work, the scores don't work. You could talk about how the process in which reviews are handed out is broken and it's done purposely so that those reviews are possibly more lenient or their impressions of right Mm -hmm. at the same exact time. You don't have to attack the reviewer that reviewed your game poorly Mm -hmm. or the PR person that handed you the code for the game two days early. It's really the systems at B, whether it is, archaic numbered systems that we just know and work in this industry that we use or it's the um manipulative uh publishers or distributors that hand these games out that know exactly what they're doing um and look at at activision
1: for call of duty vanguard perfect example there
0: (laughs) yeah those things Um, went out like a day before, yeah. Yeah.
1: To to still today, it is, it's it been out for four days. A Call of Duty game, the biggest game of the year. It only has seventeen reviews published. Yeah, because they didn't get codes out, and they blocked other outlets from getting codes.
0: Yeah. That to me is wild. That to me is very wild. Call of Duty this year is is its own conundrum because you've got mm-hmm. Warzone that's so available. Yeah. The Vanguard campaign is apparently very good, but forty fifty dollars. I'm sorry, uh, four to five hours.
1: Yeah for 70 zombies experience. is apparently broken i've seen all kinds of is... stuff about that oh is yeah. it i've i heard in the beginning that that was the best part of Ingard. yeah and then i saw videos of their camp their campaign co-op like split screen yeah was uh like a disaster um and i was oh. like oh it's almost like they should have delayed campaign co-op <laughs> 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 You know what has
2: came coming oh, come up is the game of the year, Forza Horizon 5. That's right. It does. I don't think. It does. Hey, uh, question. Do you guys think uh, – I'm sorry. We're, uh, is there anything else you guys want to say about reviews? Because I got I got something that is just I need to get it off my chest. I don't think so. I think we're no, good. I, think, okay, I cool. think we're
1: generally good. Be discerning with who you read reviews from or watch reviews from. And yeah. be
0: fair. It's okay to be critical
1: of those reviews
0: if
2: you can structure, structurally explain it. Yes. But don't attack. And uh, also read reviews or listen to reviews or just any medium or ideas that you may not necessarily agree with because you may come at you know that topic with a different point of view or a more educated view because you you know you now know all the sides or angles of that of that topic so (laughs) you know be more open minded I guess. But that's just me. I want to know: is 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 Halo actually coming out in five days? I saw the Google. I saw the Google thing. They say when does Halo launch? You type it in a little Google, it'll tell you five days, right? As of recording this this video, I will I will comment on this. Um, Why is not Ains commenting?
0: Ains, I'm sorry. What? Ains is not commenting on this. Um, I will comment on this because I have. Uh-huh nothing to worry about in any front i
2: have an inside source
0: google says that that halo infinite is coming out Ty guy travis and several other creators and i called this out on the latest xcp so i'll do it again um have gone on to say that halo fans are going to be very happy in the month of november and then ryan mccaffrey in the latest unlocked said this is we're getting some dartboard mess here uh (laughs) McCaffrey said we're doing this unlocked we're doing an extra unlocked with somebody from the very beginning of xbox not Phil Spencer, but someone back at the beginning, so I would infer Seamus Blackley. Uh, and then we're doing another episode on the 16th to cover uh, whatever happens. And I was like, oh, alright. Um, this could be one of those things. Remember those fools were like, the Grinch is in Smash Brothers? Like, yeah. way back when? <laughs> yes, This really could be <laughs> one of those moments where, like, everything's um. just kind of neatly there, and it happens to look like Halo's launching next week. Halo multi, but yes, that, that, was, that was exactly what I was thinking. The dartboard, that's what I was thinking of, yeah. Um, this is Luke right now. Luke in signs. my DMs like this. I'm checking sources, bro. <laughs> um, I had sources, yo. Because um, I'm not an insider, but the more you do this, the more you talk to people, and the more people you interview, the more you talk to. Um, but no, it was just interesting. And so there is the, the prevailing rumor the time of this recording, that Halo Infinite multiplayer will launch on November 15th or 16th. I can't remember which the day was for the celebration. 15th, so th- it's mon- Monday, this celebration is, which would make sense, uh, given the timing and given the fact that that multiplayer was in such a good state. Uh, and sure, <laughs> like I could see a world where that totally does happen. I also think it would be absolutely ludicrous for us to. Expect it and then be disappointed. <laughs> yes. You know what I yes. mean? <laughs> like,
2: you know those thumbnails are already made though. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. True.
0: That's true. With improper grammar, I might add. I can tell yeah. you
1: definitively, campaign is not launching on the 15th.
0: How could you tell us that, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Uh In terms of multiplayer, I have no idea. Um, Honestly. Uh, I'm can looking
2: I, forward I, to the show. Can I can I give a level headed expectation? Sure. I well, think because things are lining cool. up.
1: Okay.
2: I think it is uh that Luke's mom and I are having sex. I, <laughs> <laughs> I got it really entirely. No, I, I put think the, it's, put the picture it's it's back up beta. there. Yeah. <laughs> think I think beta? it's an open beta. I think it's an open beta. I Which think effectively it's gonna... means it's out.
0: Like call a spade a spade a free to play multiplayer yeah so i want
1: to i want to understand what you mean by open beta because i saw bomber said something in our chat about that as well like so they've had two flights right (laughs) not open but close kind of half open on the second one yeah um you just mean as many people can log in and play now are you saying that you think they're going to do that for like a few days and then shut it down for two weeks again before launch
0: yeah. To like server crash. Now that makes some sense. Yeah. There is some logic in that, Ains. I would say. Yeah, there I is. You know, like crash the servers,
2: stress test. Bit? Literally, yeah. you could just call it a server stress test. Hey, it's up right now. Bef- you know, play it. You know, stress the server Like, you make it, make it so you know. Like, this is the last hurrah as a celebration right now. Whether it's a day or two, we're just doing something crazy. We want to make sure the launch is perfect. So here. Crashes, crashy servers we goddamn dare what,
1: you. google said the game if, if that out. happens do you think that uh it'll be more fully featured than the prior flight and do you think that progress will carry
2: yes i think progress will carry i think i think this is like this is the 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 pregame more than than a a test okay right just a cool. test server load that that being said though it would be Cool. <laughs> it would be cool it yeah. was multiplayer Um, I would I would lose it I yeah like well, I'll start going is, to church hey remember what you said before the show <laughs> remember <laughs> yeah. what you said before the show yeah Yep. alright I'd be lining them up, up let's go <laughs> I right. uh
1: so, all jokes aside, if something like that were to happen, I actually have to fly to California next Wednesday. Oh, boo My intern's
0: going to fly for me.
1: I will be gone for four <laughs> days, and that would be disastrous. I'd yeah. <laughs> I can rub that in your face. That'd suck.
0: Can I just tell you, for all the other DMs I've had to read the past two days, Ains, I would rub that in your face so bad. Ains, <laughs> <laughs> guess what I'm doing?
1: Yeah, I, can't can complain. I, I can't complain.
2: Can I now also – that segue into one more little mini topic.
0: Uh Yeah, well, we hold should... on, real quick before you segue. Okay. Did you all see the stuff that unlocks for Master Chief Collection in their last season? Yes. Like the that stuff's cool.
1: That's awesome. That better be I in
0: it. Halo Infinite. <laughs> like, that it. stuff's dope. I think that's I, cool.
1: I love. It. I love the OG Xbox on the back and everything. Um, yeah. Do you? So with that though, I don't. I don't think, at least not for the foreseeable future, I don't think they get as goofy with. Customization in Infinite as as they have in MCC. I think with MCC, it's classic games. They've been around for many years. Right. Everyone's just having fun with it at this point. I think Infinite they stay a little more streamlined, even though it's extensive. I think it'll be streamlined.
0: I agree, yeah. but there's something about a little grunt on your arm or on oh, the I, back yeah, there. I know it's hilarious. Like, oh, yeah,
1: give me that. Yeah. <laughs> give me but that. the the Heroes of Reach season one for Infinite that uh, Ryan and uh, Miranda showed at IGN this week looks amazing, and you can actually make your Spartan look like any of the Reach characters which is number
0: one carter
1: fantastic
0: oh, boy i used to have a life-size poster of carter in my apartment that's why i didn't get married that time
1: on the just <laughs> above your just above your bed
0: if it was
1: in the kitchen
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> 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 was
0: just out of college Oh man. I remember my girlfriend fiance at the time was like, what is this? Then, <laughs> we <laughs> didn't get married. Really <laughs> <laughs>
1: she did the breaking. <laughs>
0: uh, actually it was mutual. No. Um, <laughs> I just think that's funny. Car- Carter is my man. Noble One from I want a game based on uh on that t- noble team. They were so mm. cool. So cool. And it- imagine that game ends with the noble six dying like in the trailers before halo reach remember that yeah when those incredible halo reach trailers where he like oh, threw the amazing. bomb yeah, that's amazing. how noble six died and then you took his place when you started it yeah. that was cool yeah
1: that's one of my me. favorite game trailers of all time because the, they did an extended version of it that's like three minutes long where yeah. you see cat running and oh my god it's so awesome yep
0: what did you say about the if you could get Norfang, Linda's sniper rifle, if you could get it by killer, you'd cap her every time. I said game. that you said something like that oh, probably you could somehow yeah. unlock her sniper rifle, you'd have to dome her in order to get it. And like, well, she's Oh, dead. I think,
1: yeah, like if she died, <laughs> you got her sniper rifle. I was like, I'm gonna get a killer myself, because yeah. that thing's amazing. Yep. Yeah, yep. I, I hope they play into that in Infinite Again. because They did in Halo 5. You could get all those legendary kind of weapons that we've heard about in the books and stuff which was awesome
2: yeah all right dorks so, let's we, talk about and by oh, the man. way
1: i had just learned because oh, i've boy. called it Norn fang for years when i was listening to shadows of reach the audiobook they called it norn fang
0: oh. i say i've said nor fang no n norn no it's, it's
1: definitely norn but norn. i've always said fang but they said norn Fong.
0: That's okay. When Halo first came out, all of us were saying Majolnir or something, and, and we all now we're all That's like, true. "Oh yeah, we totally said it right."
2: Cool. Yeah, Marvel didn't teach me different. Nothing. Guys, I want to talk about Elden Ring. God damn it! Let's go. I
0: would like to take this segment over and make it about me. To say that as a guy who doesn't care about souls anything, the trailer was real good. I got us. I got us. Don't worry about us. Oh, all right. God, so, thank you.
1: Yeah, I got it, dude
2: looks so good
1: it looks ridiculous it like looks that game. uh so what was what was the <laughs> thing that caught your eye um, i think the the craziest thing to me outside of traversal because traversal yeah. is obviously way advanced right it's more like Sekiro in a soul's world but the fact that the world is so big but they've somehow from the look of it maintained the souls-ish feel where you can have kind of mini boss or boss events in the open world, but also find places in the world that are like the catacombs or those like yeah. really memorable areas that we've fought through and died a lot in, in the Souls games that are just everywhere. Like it's, you're just going to find it on your own and determine a very old school, which I love, whether or not you're getting your ass kicked too much and you need to come back to it. Whereas yeah. in the other Souls games, like three opened up a little bit, bloodborne opened up a little bit, right, but there was kind of a progression path you you needed to take to advance, whereas in this, it looks like you can just openly explore, and that is wild to me,
2: yeah,, uh, what about you, my girlfriend's son what would what, what... <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> I this is what
1: I
0: would put he in the beginning of, to it, of my review. <laughs> He's like, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Here it's, it's where we're at now. Um, <laughs> I was already kicked out of the room. Uh this is what I would put at the beginning of a review is I'm not one for Soulsborne games, bloodborne yeah. games, I'm not one for that. I enjoyed Lords of the Fallen because it was so easy by comparison. Um, and that's what I could do, right? And then it took Jedi Fallen Order and Darksiders 3 to let me to learn me the get gameplay. In seeing this trailer. It was so cool. It had enough Breath of the Wild, open-world-esque style, like, movement around the world. Don't
1: you insult Elden Ring. Don't you do that. <laughs> you
2: never that. played it. You don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> they won't let me play it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the problem. That. <laughs> Honestly, during this whole podcast, I'm refreshing <laughs> three possible emails that I could have used.
0: <laughs> Man, I did. I was doing that about Halo for, like, a week. And now I'm just like, yeah, I got four.
2: So this is my like At These least weeks. tell me... <laughs> um, worthless daddy from software. Oh, I
1: I got the email saying you're worthless from Bandai. Um god, but but Dan actually from... Dan to bless his heart. He he saved his code to see if I got in and when I said I didn't, he gave me his code. Oh
0: my god. Um well, that's not fair. They're non-transferable. I'm going to report you.
1: You can because it says right in the fact you can give your code to a friend. So boo. I
0: don't like that you well, do that, you freaking nerd. Yeah, like, <laughs> what
2: are you? Some type of lawyer or something? Like you're a sheep or something? So um,
1: the, they said you can't stream it because it's a network test, but they didn't say anything about like impressions or written stuff, so I've got to find yeah. out about that. So I'm writing my review up. Uh, <laughs> the game. My review will publish in December, before yep. three months before release. Yep. Don't worry
0: about it. Whatever happened to Tunic? That didn't come out yet. Um, so Elden Ring looks cool. <laughs> yes. Elden Ring looks really cool. And I, as a non- Person, I want to experience that game even if I don't beat it, don't finish it. I want to experience that game. That's probably not one I would review, but I would offer impressions for. I'm really not have, being silly, I know that sounds funny, but I'm not being. Silly. I have reached out oh, to I was so laughing because my
1: wife was crouch walking behind the monitor. <laughs> we
0: I tried to get like, to bring me
2: more tea and she would not Let's look at us. Good, I, I, I've reached out to so many people like Other Ring question mark please <laughs> i need this it looks so great the traversal is one thing it really just seem like they're taking well let me first address the controversy because a lot of people are like oh it's dark souls but with a better jump and it's open world and i'm like Good. okay it did, a better jump. it did but i'm it like did. all right if you want to be very reductive you yeah. can say that
1: no you I mean, know who's saying that are the people who don't know souls games
2: yes yeah um those people that reviewed forza with uh, that were level 20 (laughs) um the the there there are a few things that i really like from it first i really dug the mounted combat that they showed when you were fighting that dragon i really dug that the weapons it seems like they've taken a little bit of everything like yeah like you can see it has a the heart of the Dark Souls franchise in there, uh, but you can also see that it takes yeah traversal and movement from something like a Sekiro, and then when it comes to the way, at least the vibe I got from the classes that you get to use, what is what's Luke doing? You what? no? It's not, let's not make this about it. He wants it to be about no, it. Keep going,
1: keep going, because you're you're, you're oh, touching yeah. on a point I didn't go. For um, When you get to, like,
2: the weapons in the game as well, it gives you that bit of, like, uh, Bloodborne-esque where it's like, oh, here's a weapon, but here's a special ability that you unlock with said weapon that I really liked. And then there were, like, some quality-of-life stuff that, yes, for a game, a modern game, that should have been here a while ago, which is, like, the UI looks incredibly neat. Crafting is a thing that exists. The map looks it looks so cool because it looks just like a paper map. Yeah. Like like yeah. out of the Lord of the Rings or something. And then to see those markers on on the world where you place them and God, the the bastion, the vast just the vastness of it all. I know. It looks so good.
1: I, and, can you imagine like that's what I mean? Like I've told people like cause there's co-op now, right? Yeah. Like and I was like this game I will experience by myself before I do anything else. Right. Like I'm going to experience this game, but like I was already picturing like, okay, you go to this part of the world and a boss comes out and just whips your ass. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, I'm going to put a little boss marker there. I'm coming back for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then just go off and explore. Okay. There's, there's a locked door over here. Um, I've got, I need something I don't have right. Locked door here. And I just like exploring and unlocking the world is going to be incredible. Yeah. Um, but I, I agree with and, you too what oh sorry go ahead no
2: uh, go go for it go for it
1: i got i to was excited. gonna say back to the weapon thing and the combat style you can definitely see it's an evolution of souls bloodborne and sekiro almost yeah. um and vadi vidya who's like the most famous guy who does these videos right on the souls games um he did a little review of it too and he calls out some of the moves and stuff and it's just there looks to be uh, a vast variety of not only weaponry but combat style spells they showed a lot of different spells um which look amazing and it, and all that went to my mind is think of all the different ways you're going to be able to play this game because new game plus and playthroughs are huge in these games and it already looks like this is going to be the best one yet by a long shot and joe left as i was making my point
2: no, here's the thing about having a Puerto Rican mother who's going deaf but refuses to wear a hearing aid. That TV is at 100. That's at, that volume's at 100. That's ridiculous. We,
1: I can't hear it. So,
2: oh, but I could, and that just aggravated <laughs> me. No, I, I, I agree with all the things you say. Uh, it, it really does. It feels, it, it feels like it just has a little bit of everything in it. And the one thing that I struggle with, as giddy as I get, it looks, it looks, yeah, Uh, as giddy as I get when when watching that trailer. God, I got to play this a week after Horizon. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Oh my God, that's going to be so. I think Horizon is going to fall far flatter
0: than it should because of because of Elden Ring and because of. Just the way things are lining up for that month. And I think that sucks. It's, that kind game... of, it,
1: it's kind of weird because Horizon launches, right? To your point, Luke, four days later, you have Destiny 2's Witch Queen, which yeah. whether you like Destiny 2 or not, that game is massive. And then three days after that, you have Elden Ring. So in the week that Horizon releases, you have two bombshells coming right after it, which is kind of a shame. Um, but I will tell you guys, I reviewed the first Horizon because I love that game. And I was planning on doing the second one. Then Elden Ring got moved a week behind it. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Um, So luckily, Steve said, can I review Horizon? He, like, talked to me last week. I was like, absolutely, you can. I'm reviewing Elden (laughs) Ring. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's, I
2: don't know. I I feel so bad for Horizon because every, like, it seems like every time for them, there's then this monumentous, like, huge event that (coughs) follows afterwards and Mm -hmm. overshadows what is a great game that being said that didn't hurt that game sells it'll have that long tail
1: even even if it gets hit at launch you know that game's going to be amazing and it'll just continue to sell and continue to sell plus playstation exclusives the big ones like that they get tons of press and media and everything else so it'll be fine
2: yeah absolutely will be and honestly i feel i feel bad for the rest of the games that aren't Elden Ring, Horizon, and right. Destiny. Yeah.
1: If I'm anything else, I'm like, okay, this this six-week period is out. Yeah. I don't care if the game's done. It's not releasing until April. Yeah.
0: How many interns are you signing up to do your work for you that month?
1: I, I don't know what I'm going to do that month, honestly. It's mm-hmm. like, do I really need to take three weeks vacation at the beginning of the year? <laughs> That's what it's looking like. <laughs> Play them over time. Play them over time. It's yeah. your best bet. I well, mean, I, Elden Ring, i'm reviewing so you know how that goes but yeah. horizon i'm i'm very excited like we talked about earlier to just enjoy that at my own pace yeah
2: yeah can't wait the both those games are gonna and i hope and i'll just say it out
1: that. to put it into the universe joe yeah i hope that you guys get review codes for horizon not gonna happen i know but we can we'll get there eventually
2: <laughs> yes we will one day one day daddy playstation will come down and Grace us with something, you know. Oh, oh, Ains your your mic your mic? Yeah, I know it happened again. Son of a bitch. God, I hope they give eggs. out that feeling reaction. That he made yeah.
0: it was a good one. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> he was all teeth there. Yeah, I think he's fixing. <laughs> it's a face you make when somebody gives Bio Mutant less than a nine. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I told him I'm done with this effing thing. Yeah. It. It's great mic, but the plug sucks. And so I started mm-hmm. researching different mics, and I was like, okay, they all use plugs like this. So what the hell?
2: Oh, dude, yeah. get the uh, – what, what's the one that
1: Mike uh, Kyle uses? The Elgato Wave. That's very good. Got a Wave mic? Do you know what connection yeah. it uses? I mean, I know – like, it's USB, right? I actually right? think oh. it's USB-C to USB 3.0. So that's what I was looking for. I was looking for yeah. a USB C into the actual mic, which is actually yeah. harder to find than you may think. I'll look it up. What's it called Elgato Wave Elgato Wave Three. Okay, sponsored.
2: <laughs>
0: I got use code
2: Trophy Room chair. at checkout. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I got a secret lab chair that I want the listeners to know. I got. I bought hey. it. It was <laughs> no one gave it to me, but I bought it. Well, that's good. Hey, do do you want to outro us? We didn't read any comments. Oh, week. I'm so sorry. Please. I don't want to forget. Yeah, to you? Big Mad again. Mo on YouTube, who is oh, commenting.
1: He is awesome. Big Man Mo, mm-hmm. big shout out. Um, Yeah, he's been a huge supporter of everything SG and, and my streams and everything, too. He added me on live. I told him, I said, dude, add us on live. We're always done to play with, you know, we always have a big group going. So, yeah, it's awesome. They really do. Yeah. Always. It's intimidating and definitely not it's hard for an it. introvert to deal with.
0: <laughs> so many voices. They're all really cool people, and I'm scared. Uh, I want to make sure I didn't miss any questions that anyone sent in. Uh, Famous Seamus asked us what our favorite like comfort food t- type games are, like what you go back to f- to relax. I embarrassed and embarrassingly pointed out to him that I play Avengers. <laughs> that was solve that problem. What about you guys?
2: Yikes! I go back to Bloodborne, man. Go back to where it's where it all started.
1: I, I I don't have a game that i generally kind of keep on my hard drive and just go play to relax Um, i'm usually playing something like new
2: what about halo
1: believe it or not i I really don't uh Mm. going back to play these campaigns for the stream prior to infinite is the first time i've done so in in a few years um yeah it's weird i don't i don't have that game it used to be witcher 3 red dead you know those kind of big open world games but um yeah, nothing, nothing recently. Forza it, Horizon's it, it, it right now. Yeah,
0: Phil Spencer just tweeted that 4.5 million players and counting for across PC, cloud, and console for Forza, and it shows That's promise true, yeah. coming to life. Largest launch day in Xbox Game Studio game. Peak concurrent is three times higher than Forza Horizon 4's highest. Thank you, players, and we are Playground.
1: That means probably by tomorrow morning, right? D- one day they'll hit. Over five million, which is freaking nuts.
2: Well, rest in peace, PlayStation, it's all over. It's all down here from here, man. (laughs)
0: Game Pass boys. Yeah, who knows how um how this bumps Game Pass Game Pass subscriptions along with Halo. And then by the time this episode goes live on Friday, where we're at. And who knows if any if we know the answers to all the things we speculated about an hour ago. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> well, I mean, we've been so saying all year tomorrow. that Game
1: Pass was already kind of killing it, but when Forza dropped and then Halo drops, it's going to be a massive boost to that service. Yeah. And it it looks like Forza hit even better than people expected. So imagine what Halo's going to do.
2: Honestly, I already have the shovels prepared uh, for, you know, PlayStation and yeah. um, the PlayStation 6. I'm
1: just getting prepared for that one, too. PlayStation 5 and a half, they're going to call it, I heard. Oh, really?
2: Yeah, th- <laughs> I heard they're going to call it PlayStation Five and three quarters, <laughs> five dot seven. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. They can't. Yeah. They can't. They don't have the money to do a six. I'm so. already rating it a nine point seven. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> ascent is game of the year, boys. I'm telling
2: you. Yeah, man. Game of the year contender. Game of the year contender, right there. Until it's not.
1: You're right. It is a USB-C connection. straight. Yes, yeah, I'm telling you. I'm done. I'm <laughs> ordering it right now. I'm not even joking. Yeah, it's getting ordered. Yeah, I've, I've, I, Kyle really
2: likes it. Luke, what's the next uh, comment or question? <laughs> uh, I closed the window by accident. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> this guy's supposed to be the guy that hosts it. I said
0: to you guys, I'm coming in hot today. <laughs> you said that like
1: the past yeah. four
0: shows. Yeah. Also, this is kind of breaking Today this. It was very emotional. <laughs> was very emotional. It was cool. Looks at with a little baby. That was great, man. Those boys are amazing. I love them. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I don't, he took that out of context.
1: Yeah, yeah, you need to provide some context there. The context. Soccer team that I coach. Those, those little boys are amazing. They're
0: great kids. They're great kids. Thank you. I love you. them. Yeah, #Hashtag Context Matters. They won uh, their last game. They worked hard. Also. they're just great kids. They We got I mean, it. it. FBI made the calls? call.
1: What's like, are you guys competitive or was it more for fun? Or,
0: uh, a little column A, column B, they were competitive for sure. Um, but they're not like a travel team because it's like a middle school team, but they did, they were, they never got wiped and they, they have a winning record. They did very, very well, very proud of them. I don't want to call too many explicit things to them, Um, but yeah, it was was really cool. They're great kids. Yeah, that was, it was definitely a highlight. Um, but I'm ready for the 12 hour days to be done, but they were. Sure. sure.
2: Did they win well, a championship?
0: Uh, no, no, they did not. They they, they they didn't get one. There wasn't the opportunity for one because of COVID. Teams had to drop in and out of our league regularly because of
2: COVID. Then so what's the of point all- of playing it if you can't win? Or, there's you know stakes. Lasso, so, there's, <laughs> so there's no ties, <laughs> no playoffs. Why even do this? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My job just got a whole lot easier. <laughs> god i love ted lasso so
1: much uh you guys it. T- i've heard it's amazing
2: i've heard
0: it's good Dude, too i just like the. i knew it before it was a thing like when it was just a yeah. promos i love that yeah all right guys you can find the xbox expansion pass on all your podcast services you can find me on twitter at insipid ghosts and at real talk it'd be amazing if you would check out the show thank you joe, joe. no Hi, ghost last ghost
1: oh. last Oh yeah, yeah that's Joe, true. Joe, Joe goes last. Oh, that's right. He does. I forgot. I forgot about the thing, guys. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll say what Luke hates is that you're already here at the Season Gaming Channel. So thank you, thank you for watching. Um, you can check out Big Cast every Sunday morning at ten. This week we have a very special episode celebrating the 20 years of Xbox. Uh, so uh, this guy named Luke Lore, you probably haven't heard of him. Um, he's probably the he's probably the uh, Here's real cool. Least excited guest I, I have in a while. But, yeah. but yeah. Luke Lloyd is going to be on. We also have Mr. Randall Thor, who uh, we just talked about earlier in praise. Nice. And uh, Miles from Windows Central is going to join us as well, uh, along with potentially uh, another guest or two. Uh, and, of course, Dan and Travis. So it should be a big show. It's going to be real. No. Um, by the way, it goes by Philly Spence. Yeah. Philly um, Phil. <clears throat> but um it's gonna be a good show we're gonna talk about uh, all kinds of memories and history and stuff just purely kind of an xbox dedicated special so that'll be fun Tune in uh sunday morning 10 a.m central or whatever other time zone you live in that these guys always give me crap for other than that thank you very much see you soon and you can find me burying playstation because it's dead
2: now nobody's playing it. <laughs> nobody even wants to talk about it anymore they're all scared of it Thanks. that's right over at We're the free. Trophy Room, a PlayStation <laughs> yes, podcast made by ready. the players for the players, where each and every Thursday, me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest and greatest of all things PlayStation. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you find your podcast services of choice, or the video version on YouTube. That's all I got there. <laughs> um, very close to 2,000 on, on Twitter, on both PS Trophy Room and Mr. BadBit. It, it'd do a great service to my ego if you you'll know, follow any one of those two. Um honestly I it 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 means like that's how I equate my my me being a person. You Your know? worth, yeah. My worth, okay, yeah. yeah. Um Were you studying so,
0: on purpose there? Or was, yes. that okay. was that party Okay. <laughs> was
2: that good acting? Huh? It was. I was like the Oscar goes <laughs> I <too>? couldn't tell.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Look at me. Keep uh keep uh <sighs>
1: Elden Ring, right?
2: Oh, you remember the table joke from the beginning? I'm there right now.
1: It's kind of like, at first it was slow, and then it was like.
2: <laughs> keep, keep, guess, keep, keep, keep casting that co-op.
1: <laughs> Luke, did you have a the question? Thud. Did the Luke thud. have a question? No, I'm just going to hang <laughs> over here. Okay, all right. Make it, it. it sure. <sighs> uh.